0: From the Far East to the Great West, the podcast that celebrates the redheaded stepchild of the Kung Fu genre, Bruce broy Welcome to the Clones Cast. Here are your hosts, Michael and Matthew. Welcome to the
1: Clones Cast. How's it going, Michael? Well, that was a good voice. I'm good, man. How you doing?
2: Oh, good, good. Oh, well, thanks. I'm glad you like... It, everyone always uses the term dulcet tones. I'm not positive what that means, but, you know,
1: it's... That's like. Is that like a radio deal or a probably podcast like, deal?
2: Hello! Welcome to the Clones Clonescast, your caller number five. <laughs> caller number five. <laughs> So um, yeah, it's but we, we had another um, unintentional long break, and my apologies right out of the gate.
1: Oh, mine too actually. I I think you were you were like really kind of hounding after me. We decided on this movie a while back. I think we back when we did the last episode, and and uh, then I think we both watched it, and then we found ourselves having to watch it again just because we we <laughs> totally. delayed it so long because I was so you know cranky and busy and yeah stuff, i was so, looking at some re- of my notes i was like wait what
2: does that even mean yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah i know well hey this is our first podcast for 2020 yes it is yeah, totally. yeah.
2: and uh yeah uh, let's talk about this so what we're doing is uh bruce lee his last days last nights and during like the time we watched this a long time ago it really has been so normally when we record one of these i reschedule with michael four times before we get around to recording so it's almost always me the culprit but yeah this time michael's been busy doing cool shit and maybe we'll just start out with that we're going to get into last days last nights, but i wanted to ask about uh something that happened in between which was the the poster book
1: poster book yeah the the we did the uh indiegogo campaign and um we raised just enough money because i kept it a flexible by chance i kept it a flexible um goal so, which means that when the money comes in, whatever you get, you can actually keep, when you set a fixed goal, if you don't reach your goal, which we, we happened on another one of our projects just recently, they just send all the money back. So, you just don't do anything because you just kind of assume, well, if I can't reach this goal, it's not going to be worth doing. But the book, I, I knew there was some wiggle room in case, in case we didn't quite raise all the money I wanted. So, we did it, pulled it together. I've just been busting my ass because I'm having to learn a lot about Design and using the book design program, you know, I've, I've right because you can hire people, yeah, exactly. Right. I, I, found, I had to go out and find a really inexpensive way to hi, do a high def scan of all the posters, which we did, so that's all done, which is great. It was, it was. Really kind of nice to just go through the uh, the storage unit and pull out all the old posters. And the sad thing is, though, a couple of them couple of them got just torn up. I was really bummed about. I
2: was going to ask, did you lose yeah, any? Like, I did. Yeah, like, did. I
1: lost yeah. uh, one. I didn't. I can't say I lost, but it just almost got torn in half, which was an old Fist of Fury two oh um, uh, Chinese poster, which I really really love. But I mean, it's fixable. I'm just going to have to. I'm going to have to go to a place to have them kind of professionally restore it and maybe linen back it. And then, interestingly enough, uh, is that the only other posters that got just trashed, and they all did, were, were the posters from Thailand. I can't even use oh, the posters. Sheesh. I, I they, All of them got, I think the paper is just so, was so thin and just so, I got one in there, one from, um, actually from a film called Bruce Lee and I, but not this one. The one Unicorn Fist, okay. the, uh, the Fist of Unicorn that... Um, that tie one which is a really nice one, actually. It's a really great poster. But the other ones I had, Dragon the Hero, got just torn to shreds. Um, Damn. I had Yeah, it was kind of a bummer. But, you know, for the most part, I'd say it was 115 posters, and only about three of them got kind of just, just yeah. knackered.
2: And that's the point, though, right? You continue to leave them in a box, and they're just
1: going to keep deteriorating. So. Yeah, and, and many of my, they were that way when I got them. I mean, initially that Fist that of Fury 2 poster was pretty pretty beat up, you know, so I should have mm-hmm. thought a little better about it, like trying to run it through the scanner at the time, but you know what I mean, it's it's part of it, you know, whatever you're going to do, but yeah. um, it's looking good, I'm really excited about it, so I'm just trying to crank through it and get it all together so we can get it to the publisher and get it out to all the, the uh, I know, eager investors that put up some good money, so it'll be fun, I'm, good. I'm happy with it, I mean, it's an exciting project and it's sort of like, it's great, I'm going to probably even take, now that I, you know, I'm, I'm not really I don't look at myself as a collector, per se, you know, a curator in some ways. Like, I get things, and I I try to hold on to certain ones that I think are really interesting or maybe nostalgic for me, et cetera, or right. valuable or whatever. But for the most part, I don't just want a stack of posters sitting in my closet, you know, that I pull out every couple of years. So I'm going to probably end up selling a good chunk of them down the line. But nice. we are going to keep, you know, I'm going to keep a number of them just because when we do our... Our film festival tour for the uh, Bruce Plotation uh, documentary. Oh, how you know, cool I would that be? I think we'll probably take the posters with us to all the festivals. Yeah. so we can put them up, and yeah, it'll be it'll be cool.
2: Oh, could you imagine? You know, like think of the ones you're even thinking of selling as you go through that kind of, that kind of book tour. Just be like, hey, you wanna. 1976 poster yeah. from X. Yep, yeah.
1: exactly. Yeah, no, so it's 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 really cool. And it was kind of fun going through them too cuz I realized sometimes I had copies of ones I I've, I've been doing it so long that I'd rebuy posters I had like I had a Dragon Lee versus the Five Brothers original Chinese poster mm-hmm. but I had two of them. And I was like, I have two of these It's like my one of my favorite posters, <laughs> you know. So, That's so cool. it, it was good to yeah, it was just kind of nice just to go through them and, and I've got them all chronicled and and, yeah, and uh, this is
2: helping you organize too. I
1: assume. Yes, very yeah. much so. Very so that cool. that's really cool. And then um, we've been working on uh, getting all the deliverables for the Dynamo disc coming out, yeah. um, including the the supplements and the commentaries, which you're, you're working on, by the way, which is great yeah. having you involved. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's a it's a fun one. I mean, there's two versions on this disc, so it'll be nice because there's both the the full fledged, you know. Uh, 90 plus minute um, version, and then the TV, the cropped uh, TV version. So exciting!
2: All right, well, let's get into the movie. Um, I we usually wait to save all the news for the end, and I would like to touch just remind me when we get there to the end um, about the Indiegogo for uh, the fingers and got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, what we can do there. Um, So this was um, I was introduced to it by uh, by you as Bruce Lee, his last days, his last nights, 1976
0: see Bruce Lee his last days now after a worldwide six year talent search Lee Shushen portrays Bruce Lee in Bruce Lee his last days see the action the excitement the truth about Bruce Lee his last days see how he lived how he died now the Bruce Lee you remember best don't miss Bruce Lee his last days rated R from World Northall
2: um, the Wikipedia is Bruce Lee and I but there's a second movie called Bruce Lee and I, which was like not nobody. Fist of tinging. Unicorn, right?
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So this one is still also called Bruce Lee and I, according to the interwebs, but not necessarily. Yeah. So who yeah, is Bruce the Lee mom? and
1: I, Bruce Lee and I was um, the uh, the the original title, and it was also I Love You, Bruce Lee was another original title. Which, I think
2: I've seen but, that. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is this one. I don't know if this is true, and I guess we'll get there. It has all the people you think that's in it, Betty. Betty Ting Pei, Danny Lee, but Unicorn Chan, according to
1: Wikipedia, did they mesh the two movies together? The uh, you mean oh yeah that's what it is it's funny because Betty Ting Pei was actually on the set of that movie a lot of the notorious footage oh, of Bruce oh. Lee yeah. that was used in the other Bruce Lee and I film because they would stick in clips of him doing the choreography because he he's helping his his buddy out on the set Betty Ting Pei is there in a lot of those shots so it's kind of funny oh, and that that's worked out, really but funny. yes yes that's what it is they're they're meshing them together
2: I got gotcha. you okay so who's Little <laughs> have we run into him yet.
1: No, no. He's this is kind of his only Bruce. He's done a. He actually did an incredibly good kung fu movie later after this, a few years later, called uh, Monkey Kung Fu from uh, '70, like '79, '80, something like that. He's done a couple of martial arts films, but most of his stuff was melodramas. You know, I mean, this is. I think this was the first time he, or maybe the second time he'd done like a real, quote-unquote, fight film, even though it's still more of a much more of a melodrama than is a Mm -hmm. fight movie. Um, but he's a writer and a, and a director, and uh, he's, he's done a little bit of acting. But you know, I think it was just more earlier in his career. Like a lot of these guys come out of the acting. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. He thought no, he had the world in his hands. He's like, I got Betty. I'm making the
2: movie that explains what happened.
1: Yeah, the propaganda film. I'm telling you, it is. It's crazy.
2: Yeah. It's all about. Um, it's about so many things. It's about uh, let's respect mm. Bruce. And mm-hmm. she didn't do anything wrong. It's sort of an O.J. movie, and then yes, right, right. Yeah, and then it just uh, it has also the the stuff that Bruce Lee loved, like the let's not have Chinese hating Chinese. It's you know a very nationalistic film.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely. A, a, I mean, it's it's so funny because the Shaw Brothers was always trying to lure Bruce away from. From Raymond Chow and and Golden Harvest, you know, and, he, they, and then towards the end of his life, <clears throat> excuse me, he was getting close to doing that. You know, that's why those pictures you see of Bruce Lee and those those outfits where he's like dressed in these Chinese garb and looking like Zatoichi and all these different uh, martial arts heroes. That was, I think it was during Enter the Dragon, he slipped off and and shot some of these like test shots that were possibly going to be for uh, Golden, uh, excuse me, for uh, Shaw Brothers. Got so it, it's funny it that work. they, yeah, no kidding. Huh? So they, um, the fact that uh, this ended up being a Shaw Brothers film with Betty Ting Pei, I think is kind of—it's it's funny, you know—it's it's clearly like they were like, ah, oh, okay, now we're going to make our Bruce Lee movie. <laughs> yeah, we
2: got it finally. Yeah. Well, this one does starts out weird. Um, the timeline across it. So you told me already that there's an actual Chinese version, which I would have preferred to have
1: watched. Yeah, and I would say that. Yeah, and as we talk, I'll point. Out, I mean, that really, there's this. Uh, some elements that are interesting. The beginning is pretty interesting, but I would say to anybody listening to this, if you can look it up, uh, Celestial Pictures, which is the does all the Shaw Brothers home video release, has a release of this somewhere on DVD in a really nice two three five, you know, Chinese sub excuse me English subtitled uh, version that's worth getting. I mean, not because the film. Well, it is improved because it looks better and it's it's actually some of the, the cinematography and it's nice as long as you're not in for a big action film. Um, it's worth getting. But, yes, there's a – I think you as you talk about the beginning, I'll, I'll point out how the beginning of this one is so much different.
2: Yeah, so this one does a little time jumping. Um, we start at the beginning of this. We're in a deserty area. And out of the blue, it's just a, our first fight scene. It's like some right. guys – our Bruce I don't even
1: know what's happening but yeah there's a fight and 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 it's a perfect example of the, the how these movies would change cuz that is clearly not what happens well not clearly but it's not what happened in the uh, original version that in fact this fight happens like an hour into the movie they just stuck it in the beginning to, for the uh, American audience
2: Oh that's hilarious yeah cuz it makes no sense and yeah. then um we jump straight into Betty and the sexy
1: time death of Bruce So yeah, with Bruce dying, right? Yep. Yeah. So let me just say that if you watch the Chinese version of this, it, the the opening of the movie is very melodrama with this this haunting song, and you see shots of the ocean and the sun setting down and a bird flying over, and it, then all of a sudden it just cuts to these this shot of a cross, very symbolic, you know, <laughs> you know, it's like a Christian wow. church or something. Yeah. Then you get this image, this silhouetted image of it looks like a. a, a um, a woman in a wedding veil and a wedding gown, like walking towards the water. and then then it comes in and we realize it's Betty Ting Pei more like at a, a funeral kind of a, a getup. And she's on the beach and we just see her and for the first five to maybe seven minutes of the movie there is no dialogue whatsoever it goes through this, these images then it cuts to bruce bruce lee played by danny lee driving in his mercedes he shows up at her house he just opens, she opens the door he walks in there's still no dialogue whatsoever he just kind of moves in and one of the big differences between this and what you saw is the sex scenes there's so much nudity is a category three movie for for Hong Kong, which means you know lots of nudity. So it is like almost every scene where you were sort of hinted at a love scene in this, in the in the film. If you watch the original, it's like full on a minute to two minutes of just naked women. It was <laughs> it exploiting funny. Betty. Well, you can tell it's a, a body double because, okay, okay. at least in some of the shots, because when she, um, it's her face, you know, it's kind of different, and then it cuts to these wide shots with all this nudity, and of course it's not her face being married up to it, so anyway, my might have been to cut into you, but no, the but opening this one of this being, goes on for a while.
2: This one's interesting in that because it, it must be a rated G film. The implied sex scene is a trampoline and people throwing pillows at each other. Oh, it's right, like, right. It's like, well, <laughs> wink, wink, I guess yeah but this one starts weird so we have the desert fight no context around that next thing you know it's the he dies and we mm-hmm. instantly jump to the media like what did you do what did you do what happened like you know it's the media against betty
1: misty tell us this yeah, awesome. was he taking air from yeah, awesome. what time did yeah, he take that he died in your place face ups yeah, awesome. we need a statement Bruce Lee died in his home in Kowloon Tong, and his wife was with him. Those are the
2: facts. No, that official statement? Hey, Is that really what happened? we, we not Is that And, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was an interesting mm-hmm. place to start because then I, I still didn't know what was happening. Uh, we get the Shaw Brothers Cambridge on the Amazon copy. Um, I guess that's their English division.
1: Yeah. Oh, right, when it shows the uh, title. Yeah, and that's yeah. where the original titles come up over that same sequence during that press conference press conference yeah
2: yeah so then we get this really wonderful melodramatic part where she's like i didn't kill you did i really kill you and lightning striking and bruce
0: i didn't kill you i don't believe that there is anyone on earth who could kill you because you were a superman your thoughts your philosophy Your great perseverance and strength, they were unique, we all know that. And now, you died in front of me. You just slipped away. (laughs) Maybe it was all predestined. But I know that from now on, I'll be treated like a leper. I'll be cursed. I'll be insulted. But still, for your sake, I'll endure it. Because it will all have been worthwhile.
1: Yes. (laughs) Which we've had in a few of these movies where when we're sort of referencing... Bruce's passing. We're always getting the lightning storm.
2: Yeah, in the creepy weird house, like the one, this one where he died mm-hmm. in it. It was very similar to another one we watched. The one where there was like a poster of real Bruce Lee on the wall. It's just it, was, it felt like the same layout. It's kind of right. creepy. It might just be. It's also totally tied into the seventies, so they all look yeah. like seventies flats. So I don't know. It's <laughs> weird, but yeah, exactly. It's all this mourning because this is a biography. We would start with Betty. What did you do? And then she's like, Did I? I don't think I really, I don't think it was me.
1: And, and you know what I want to point this out because otherwise I might forget later is that what's weird about this movie, and, and, and you, would, you would take this in, a, uh, in the hands of an auteur, you would, it would have a whole different meaning, but you notice that when he dies in the beginning, they do it again at the end, but it's a totally different scenario. It's like right. we see him dying in two various different ways. Like Betty's, like, becomes the unreliable narrator suddenly. It's almost like they're killing their case. If she's trying to do a movie about this is what really happened, you're going, well, you kind of gave us two different versions of this <laughs> anyway. It's, you know, it's like in one you're in the shower and you come out and he's already dead. And the other, he just jumps up in the middle, of, right, right after sex, and starts spinning around with his headache, you know?
2: I would say, importantly, I think what they're trying to say is, and I hate to be. Um, I hate to be vulgar here, but having sex with Betty
1: Ting will murder you. Like that's right. really—it's all about right.
2: sexy time with her. Well, we had that in other movies, you know. Right. I mean, that was kind of
1: even, and it's ironic that she's so involved in this. She's the I scorpion. Mean, yeah, she is, and she's almost kind of—I mean, even though the whole point of this movie, in a way, is to say I didn't kill him, which we get to at the you know the end of the yeah. movie. But you're right; it's almost implied, <laughs> regardless that <of, laughs> every time he dies, woman.
2: it's right after. He's breaking his vows to his Westerner wife. Who doesn't exist here. Yeah, exactly. I think there's a line, like, oh, but you're married, she says at one point. So it's like he's single. That's true. It's just enough that you know he's an adulterer, and maybe that's what's killing him, too, according to – yeah. Yeah, so then they they really try laying it on thick. So goes to the grocery. Here's women gossiping. There's a bunch of guys, for whatever reason, they're covered in, like, black – Makeup like they're chimney sweeps, and they're out in yeah. the road, you know, catcalling. So she finally goes to this bar, and she's like, "I'm just gonna." get So drunk. we're
1: setting her up, in other words, to say, yeah. "Boy, she's the poor victim in this." You know, it's the poor, you know, sweet Betty Ting Pei. You know, and and
2: totally because they're like, like yelling at her, like, "Why don't you try us?" He's a boxer. Maybe you'd like him. Like, let yeah. me let me touch your. And poodle. if you think
1: about the the, the narrative real quickly of this film, it's so bizarre because it it op- it's it, in the Chinese version anyway. It opens up. Um, with her on this beach, apparently after he's already passed. Then it goes back to her being with him when he passes, and then we jump ahead again. You know where we are now, where he's, where she's just walking around being, being uh, a, you know, hailed as the, uh, like you said, the scorpion. So, yeah, still a lot of weird narrative jumps.
2: Yeah. So with this, so this is all in the past. We get to this one scene. She's sitting at the bar. Mm-hmm. She looks like she's enjoying a little whiskey, um, having a cigarette. She's like, "Give me another one." And the dude's like, uh, it's we're closing up." So then suddenly she's surrounded by these five guys.
1: They all—it's great—the Nunchaku, Nunchaku Gang, and their and, shirts. Their, their, shirts, shirts <laughs> them, you know? <laughs> their shirts have Nunchakus on them. You know, <laughs> their
2: shirts have Nunchakus on the back, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, what? Like, it's like, why it's would a, they be wanting to hurt her?" And yeah, then Corey also,
1: Ewan's in there, and um, and. Um, uh, Chinook songs in there, yeah. There's a couple of great, you know, Yun Wu Ping did some of the, the fight scenes in this, so that's why his brother <laughs> brothers are all in this. Movie. I love it, yeah. But it's yeah. just
2: a reason to show off, and their their technique with the Ninchaku was just pathetic. Yeah, it was slow and shitty. And I'm like, I wouldn't be scared, but yeah, that was an interesting thing because I didn't know what was happening yet. Like, so this scene's happening, he's like kicks him out, and then in my version. They don't warn you that you're doing some time skipping, but we're going back in time to before Betty
1: had ever been famous. This is now she's telling her story, you know. Yeah, which, but they didn't tell I, us that
2: was happening. They just showed her at the bar, and then the yeah. guys are now outside, and I'm like, what's next? Oh, she's meeting with this producer. <laughs> so for me, oh, I no right. well no we it's didn't go, we tripped. Oh, you
1: know what? Maybe you're right. Well, they, they show her when she's young. Like, right, yes, she's, like, young and she's in school, in fact, I think in the American version, she goes, oh, I was in school and the kids hated me, and they don't really show anything, but in the Chinese version, I think she gets into a, f- a fight with all the girls in the I'm, yard. I missed and, all know, that. We got, yeah, we've got Betty in her, her wig trying to look like she's 12 or whatever age she's supposed to be. And, um, and then, right, she runs into Chin-T, uh, the, who's the movie producer, who we, we all re- remember as Agun in Way of the Dragon from oh. Bruce Lee's movie. Yeah, so. No kidding. Yeah. I love it. Now, go ahead because this is gonna. There's an interesting little thing that takes place in the Chinese version as well through as you go through this. Okay, yeah, this is an important part
2: because, you know, he's like, I can make something out of you. You're you're beautiful. You're hot. It's cool. And she's like, Yeah, well, I won't ever do anything bad because I'm, you know, I'm a very. She's like they're trying to set it up that she's just this really innocent, chaste, you know. But she's mm-hmm. yeah. So instead, he drugs her
1: and takes
2: pictures of her naked
1: which again the Chinese version goes you know they go on with it a little bit you know you get you get all the see all the shots
2: oh interesting yeah yeah because it was no. all implied in this one this is a very very clean version yeah so it, they just kind of jump back to her meeting with him again it's like yeah we want you to be a stripper at this club and she's like no and he's like well look at these pictures if you don't do this for me I'll put these all over town yeah so in this version it's funny because she's, she's obviously after that she's just gonna kill herself and something that's not explained ever is we get this blurry candle with the yellow light on it and the blurry candle starts talking in the ghostly voice no Betty <laughs> you deserve to live one day you'll find love and happiness and, yes. like, and
3: so
0: I started another phase of my life, a new way of living. I lived in a world of rich men and great luxury. But still, the man I couldn't forget was the one who helped me that night. That helping hand marked a turning point in my life. But still, who was he?
2: She's like pills to her lips going, Oh, zoinks? And she like puts the lid back on, like, Guess I'm not doing that. And I think even the ghostly voice suggested that she take an airplane. <laughs> so then this next scene That's in right. my version, she's just flying somewhere. And I assume mm-hmm. she's flying to Hong Kong from China because that she's meeting Bruce and Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that I mean, yeah, exactly. That's I mean, yeah, yeah, it's sort of like the idea that destiny was driving them towards each other, etc. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He, they were like, fly somewhere. So she flies. The first thing that happens is she starts getting her ass kicked. Like, ha ha! You can't hide from us. Even if you fly to Hong Kong, we got you. And this yeah. is where we're introduced to Bruce. I guess the real Bruce for the first time, because up to this point, it was just the fight in the desert field.
1: That's right. Yes, and yeah. that's why. Which again, you know, is very typical of these of the American releases they'd get a hold of them and they'd drop the fight scenes in early if they don't have because again this is like a, a very typical melodrama Chinese film about Bruce Lee's death you know and, and so um, it's very philosophical it really yeah it wasn't they trying just to be an action off, film right. right they do yeah which I actually part of it as Bruce Lee fans might get into I kind of like some of that aspect of it I mean there are things about it that I, I I like regarding that in terms of even though the film you know again it's not an action film per se it's Um, it does have when you look when you can step back and not attack it for being you know complete propaganda it's got some interesting elements regarding Bruce etc right
2: it's like we've got these monologues and the point of these monologues is to make it seem like that we understand that Bruce was actually kind of a saint (laughs) yeah and that the world's complicated and love comes in many places And, and all the other shit that they throw in there but yeah, you
1: know we right. might we might even want to say at this point we should just mention a little bit about Danny Lee, who's playing Bruce Lee. He's like our, you know, he's going to be our, you know, anybody who saw, um, you know, the Killer, from John Woo's film remembers him. So is he but, from that?
2: Because um, I yeah, know the Killer the, well.
1: He's, yeah, he's the lead. Okay, with, he's with Chow Yun Fat. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He's the other. Yeah, he's the the brother <clears throat> or or you know best friend slash yes
1: enemy right. And. um and then he had one of his early breakouts in with the Shaw Brothers was the Tea House that he did in 73, 74, mm-hmm. or seventy four it had to have been that Bruce Lee also appeared in. So you have and and then later the two of them would be in Inframan. Inframan is the sort of Chinese version of, of yeah. Ultraman. Both Bruce Lee and Danny Lee once again were in were in that film. So Dan, you know Danny Lee was getting his start at the Shaw Brothers, and and here's his his one. Uh, his one moment to, to jump into Bruceploitation.
2: Really bad Bruce Lee. Yeah. Yeah. He looks nothing
1: like him. It's just like, well, eh, sure. It it felt
2: more like, I don't know, um, country fried movie kind of Bruce Lee. <laughs> All <laughs> Kentucky, right, well. Kentucky Fried well, movie, yeah. Yeah. So right when she gets off, she gets beat up. Bruce pops in. He kicks the shit out of everyone. This is, again, um, there's a scene that's like making sure we understand that Bruce is a saint. She's like, oh, my God, no, I don't have a home. I don't have friends. I have nobody. Could you please take me to your home? And he's like, oh, no, I can't have girls at home. But here's a bunch of money. So (laughs) it then goes, she becomes the star. And it it doesn't really make any sense how it happened. Like, whatever. But it's probably close to her real life. She just got discovered. Some stuff happened. But there's a scene where she's just like, well, I don't remember much in this world. But I'll always remember the helping hand from that. Badass guy that night.
0: (laughs) And so, I started another phase of my life, a new way of living. I lived in a world of rich men and great luxury. But still, the man I couldn't forget was the one who helped me that night. That helping hand marked a turning point in my life. But still, who was he?
2: And then, yeah, it was weird. It was like she goes into her thing, but there's Bruce again. It's like no time has passed. And then this is a weird part of the version I watched, but we've got a good 20-plus minutes of them just kind of having sassy relationship stuff back and forth. Yes and that, yeah. and
1: again in the Chinese version it's it's more of the same of that you know it's extended it's like that played was the up. Point, the love, right. the love yeah. scenes are way more you know over you know over the top <laughs> a lot of rolling around naked <laughs> you know so i took a note i think you might find interesting
2: uh, just it was that um, she says <clears throat> I didn't like you on TV because I thought you were arrogant and shitty. But then I liked you in the movies, and you became my hero. But it's sort of a hit on the the West and that we made him Cato, and all of that. Like, oh, good. Yeah, good point. That point, hateable. and I think,
1: right. and and again, th- that plays into this because you have, like you mentioned, there's a, a throwaway line about him being married. Yet look at he lives in this bachelor apart. I mean, which is the greatest. <laughs> construction set ever made uh, that his apartment in this. I mean, I, if I own that place, I would love it. It's just the best. Um, but, you know, that that idea again of him being so, his Chineseness is very separate from his um, Americanness. Yeah. And, um, you know, or even the European influences, even his martial arts, you know, none of that stuff comes up in this. It's just all, you know, thrown away.
2: Yeah, you know, one thing I liked is, uh, is pretty much after this, they get to this point where you know she just keeps challenging him, and he's being very flirty and nice, and he's spouting all sorts of brucisms. You know, no one in this world succeeds on chance alone, and right. all this stuff. And the apartment, and he's like, "This is who I really am. This down-to-earth dude." She's like, "Wow, I get it." And then the next scene switches, and he's got the tracksuit on, and he's yep. totally punching the punchy back.
1: Yeah, the our, our sort of referenced you know Game of Death tracksuit that comes up.
2: Yep, yep. we got to see it and everything. He puts the glasses on at one point. Um, they keep... Start, they, sorry. This, no, I was
1: going to mention, that it goes on with the philosophy and all that. This is yeah. where that stuff starts to kick in you were talking about. Yeah, starts to mesh. And one thing that's a recurring theme through the whole thing
2: is Betty Ping um, referring to herself as a sex pot. Right, or whatever. good point. And that's yeah. what she does right here at this point. Like, well, maybe that's all I am. And then he's being a little coy, like, I don't find you sexy. So... This probably in your version led to a sex scene, but in the one I was watching I'm like, Okay, they're getting busy, they're happy oh no. No No, like, no it didn't.
1: You, you the first sex scene does come right where you're 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 getting yeah. at in the American version, but this that sequence does go on for a little while, like it's like they're playing and coying with you, right? It's, which is ironic is the scene you're talking about in, that, where they, they do end up getting it on. It's so funny because he's like, they call you a sex pop. Well, let me see your body. Yeah,
2: right, <laughs> but- right. That happened in this one too. That was funny. And she's like, really? Oh, well, check it out. Yep. <laughs> I was like, what? What is going on
1: here? Yeah. Well? Well, now. As a producer or a man?
0: Well, as a producer, how would you see me then?
1: As
3: a sex symbol. Huh? A real sex symbol. You're... Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: You're
3: a no, Betty. No. You're just no. like no. all
1: the others. Now, take it easy. Damn no, Betty. No, Damn no, now, Betty. Now, simmer down. Hey, like, I'll show you. No, no, no. you. Hang on. Now, Betty. Now, cut it
3: out. I was only kidding. I was kidding. <laughs>
2: Yeah, oh, which is so, in, and of course, in all of these things, I don't know why this scene has to come next, but a random stranger has been sent to Betty's residence, uh, and right, right away the American like, guy, yeah, he's like, guy, he, yeah. he's like, hey, I, you know, I heard you're cool or whatever, and then it's like, oh, I guess now I'm gonna rape you. <laughs> yeah, she's in a
1: bathtub or something.
2: Yeah, exactly. So of course Bruce has to come in, stop the rape, but then he's pissed at her because he didn't know it was straight up rape; he thought it was like, you guys. He like you like to be raped by him, <laughs> right? <laughs> She's like, "What? I don't know who that was. How he got in here? Yeah, it was a weird, weird scene. And it's sort of, you know, they're going back and forth with them to show that they didn't have some perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. It was like very human, and I don't know.
1: You mean her and Bruce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like
2: they're trying to show like a a relationship issues between loving people, mm-hmm. and they just happen to have the Attempted rape and then you know other
1: random shit that they argue
2: about because they argue after that for a while.
1: Yeah, speaking yeah. of the the attempted, you know, I mean, we have a later scene with with the Bruce Lee character doing that to this random girl, even you know, like he's right yeah, It's a very it's a very strange sort of. I, I find the film itself to be really interesting how they portray or look at Bruce Lee. You know, what I mean, how they're and even Betty Ting Pei. You know, what I mean, because on the one hand we're portraying her as this. This, um, you know, this woman, reluctant mistress who's more concerned about her her own life and career than maybe being a a star-hounding, you know, meal ticket type of thing with Bruce. But at the same time, um, you know, in real life, for instance, that she apparently had persuaded Run Run Shaw to shell out, like, $20,000 for 20 dresses, Mm. which was, like, 10 times more than Shaw had, you know, uh, originally offered to Bruce Lee to even be in his films, you know. (laughs) So... Um, but, but then we also see her as a, uh, gambler, you know, yeah. and it's like an addict, you know, so it's, it's kind of interesting. I mean, when you watch it from just that, that standpoint of where a lot of these films I find interesting is how they, uh, perceive or look at Bruce Lee and, uh, and, and maybe the relationships he's had, that's kind of a, another interesting original take on it. Original to some degree, but, you know, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we progress pretty quickly here, and I think that's what happens. Like Right now is that part where they're in love. Then he has the brain issue on set. We're doing a little foreshadowing to his, his, what's going to eventually kill him. We get, uh, like, 20 minutes of them just flirting, talking, having yeah. a good time. Finally, he's like, I'm going to get you in my movie. So he goes and demands it. It's, it's, like, this really big deal. There's this club scene where she's singing, and Bruce is a drunk <laughs> asshole, and he's... Yep. He's uh, actually in this particular case. He's doing the classic thing. The dormant's trying to keep out a Chinese couple, and he, he uh, Bruce says in a moment that he's sick of the Chinese <coughs> despising Chinese. So he, you know, manhandles a few people. And yeah, this is like sort of how, as the relationship goes, Betty's singing. They're doing movies, whatever. We finally get to the real implied sex, which was the trampoline bed with the thrown pillows, <laughs> which was really weird. It goes into this soft music and. Um, it switches between two scenes of them like embracing each other. She's got a bra, and they're both dressed enough—not a big deal—but they're still in embracing. And then it's them jumping on the
1: trampoline bed, throwing pillows. So I know like, the slow motion deal, and yeah. yeah, I mean it's hilarious. I mean it's like one of the—it's again they're making full use of that uh, set set uh, design there with that oh, crazy totally. apartment. Yeah,
2: I tell you, I was quite erect. Yeah, that's right. That's- <laughs>
1: Okay, anyway.
2: Then we have the miniaturized Fist of Fury scene. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, it's we actually- also had that
1: sequence a little earlier just to throw it in there where oh. he's on the set and I guess it's supposed to be the big boss or whatever and he gets the headache immediately in the middle of it. Yeah. Remember? Totally. I don't know if you mentioned that or not, but and, and they keep cuz they reference that a few some a few times in this there's something wrong with his brain, you know, totally. so they're really they're making sure to get that aspect yeah. into it. And also I should mention which in the Chinese version of the film in the beginning when when the sequence before the credits when he dies the first time in the in the movie where or that there's a sex scene which you you don't see in your version they've got him like smoking weed i think in the in uh. the film so it's like he's like smokes in this he's smoking weed he's drinking i mean he's little just, mad ganja oh, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so anyways but yes on to the uh, fist of fury yeah the
2: mini fist of fury scene i liked it cuz it was mm-hmm. really close to the original just smaller and
1: a little different but i liked it it was a yeah. good
2: action scene yeah
1: yeah, yeah, it's the definitely the, the the standout fight scene in the movie. I I would think, which is a movie within a movie, but it's uh, totally it, it actually is kind of cool. Yeah,
2: I like it when um our Bruce Bruce Poitian films take scenes from Bruce's movies and like you know recreate de- them. Yeah, recreate yeah. it. It's fun. That's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, no, I liked it too. Okay, so we end that scene and uh, he comes back. He's ready for a little more Betty love, and Betty's <coughs> moved away. <laughs> So the reason that this happened, I guess this needs to create this shift. We don't know why she left. They never actually explained it. In fact, even at the end of this one, he's like, I thought you loved me. We were having such a good time. She just leaves, but it leads on to him being mad. So we get this workout montage, more trampoline. And then what you brought up, I was going to ask you, I just put in my notes, who is this girl supposed to be? But I guess... It was somebody that was just admiring him from the
1: door that he decided he was gonna rape and then he changed his mind right i think her name um she's just she's only done a handful of moves kong kong san i think was her name i can't remember her name kong i remember but so it's just a hot chick they're like yeah it's a caesar to show i think how he's losing it because if you if actually in the the slightly you know longer chinese version um, she is um, like, he's like tearing her clothes off and throwing her around and pulling off her pants. And almost, like you said, almost, he doesn't, I mean, it's the, the scene itself sort of implies that he stops before he actually fully goes, goes through it. But it's, um, it's a lot more intense than the American, you know, obviously the Americanized version of it.
2: And where would they even come up with that? It's like, yeah, that's part of Bruce's lore. He used to love to rape a chick on set. Yeah, I know, yeah, exactly. Write that down, put that in yeah. the next thing. No, I don't have any proof. Fuck you. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so I didn't know who that was. That was a weird scene. Um, there's a great speech that follows this with all the um, movie execs. Like, Betty is the gateway drug that's ruining
1: Bruce. I'll put, right. that, I'll
2: put that in here right now.
1: Spends his time fighting and getting drunk. Refuses to listen to any of my instructions. He's gone too far. Uh. He says he isn't feeling in the mood. I don't know what's wrong. I think
2: he's got some sort of problem with that Betty Ting. His family, his career, everything. He doesn't seem to care.
0: (laughs) How can he do it? Get him mixed up with that girl.
2: (laughs) Lolly,
1: so she owes you three months' rent, does she? All right. I'll arrange with my secretary tomorrow to let you have the check for the full amount immediately. Yes, all right.
2: Sorry. The gateway drug. Yeah, it's very, it was very funny. But it shows, goes to show that all of the people, like in, as far as you see, he's already demanded she be in the movie. So they're thinking she's bringing him down. And now she's moved and he's angry and he's drinking all the time they bring up. So we finally switch back over to Betty and the gambling addiction.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and, I, and a lot of this comes from the fact that she was apparently going to be in Game of Death, so where all this is spilling from the idea mm-hmm. of his next movie.
2: And the gambling addiction, I guess it's just to show how low she goes. But um, mm-hmm. in the same respect, um, you said it earlier, like whatever, she may have owed some people money. You think these old guys that were at the gambling place were meant to be like the Shaw brothers or something?
1: Yeah. it's. A, I mean, well, I don't know if they would portray themselves as that, but, you know. Um, right. It could be. I mean, obviously, we get Low Wei and Raymond Chow characters in this, but uh, okay, that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, cool. again, you know, he's dealing with and during his lifetime, he's dealing with Golden Harvest rather than the Shaw Brothers, anyway. So right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, okay. So she's the gateway drug. She's gambling. She's being berated by her manager. Um, a really funny scene. She offers up even more stuff. It was really long, but. I, they're really just trying to paint this picture that she's now troubled because of Bruce and all the stuff. But she just tries to escape. So she runs away. They chase after her. They get her. They're about to go ahead and, I guess, beat the money out of her. And Bruce is back. Bruce
1: He's to the back. rescue. Yep. are kind of our final fight of the movie.
2: Yeah, which is weird because so he shows up, and then she runs away, and we get our car chase too. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like, wait, what? And, yeah, that was funny. So there's this great scene where mm-hmm. – in my version, I'm sh- and it feels like it's missing so much stuff. So she escapes for some reason, creates this car chase between Bruce and Betty. Bruce is now chasing her down a beach, right? And she's not very fast. It so he gets her by the arm, and then he starts yelling at her. Why did you do this? Why did you get involved with all these gamblers? And then he just starts beating her in the
1: face, slapping her up.
2: I'm like, wait. I mean Some I just love old to go school back. love right there. Totally. Oh, that's what I was thinking to myself too. Like I couldn't really go back in time and be like, Maybe we should leave out the part where the lovers are beating each other or in this case him beating the fuck out of her. Whatever. But um yeah, it's funny. So then they make up, he promises again to put her in the movie, and we get to our big final sequence.
1: The um, oh the uh, death scene the yeah. re-death again yeah, yeah. so the, yeah. this
2: is like split between two scenes parties going on there's mm-hmm. even somebody that's like I thought Bruce and Betty would be here by now and they're like she they'll be here soon you know it's and it's this great scene because it's just fucking with the audience my brain was like he comes in and he's like yeah sorry they'd never want somebody as shitty as you in one of my films <laughs> she's just like well I guess that's it then. Go ahead and just leave me here, and I'll just die. And, blah, blah, blah. and he's like, just kidding. <laughs> you totally yeah. got the part. Let's go to the party, and I'll get you to sign the paperwork.
1: <laughs> which which I think is kind of interesting, because I wouldn't be surprised if that's being pulled from some reality, because apparently about his personality, he always still like play practical jokes on people <laughs> all the time. So I bet at one point she said he probably did something like that. Too bet he was that relating it, was it in anyway. real life. Yeah,
2: yeah, I love that. So, um, yeah, the party's going on this she comes out. She's just got out of the shower again. Perfect. She looks good. She's wearing her evening dress. I'm ready to go. He's,
3: <laughs> yep,
2: yeah, headache. Yep, super brain thing. Dead Bruce Lee.
0: Bruce, I'm ready. Uh, uh, oh. oh, I'm sick. Uh.
3: Uh. Bruce, what's wrong? Bruce, Bruce.
0: What's the matter? Bruce! Oh, Bruce! Bruce!
2: And this, unexpectedly, then we just... Wherp, 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 back to the modern day. She's in that same bar. Where she's been telling
1: the story to and, the, uh, the and bartender. And I didn't,
2: I didn't get that until right now that you said that she's been telling the story to the bartender because he's just like, leave. He wasn't like... Tell me what's going on in your mind, sweet lady. Yeah. So I get it. He's she's been telling the story. There's then, even a
1: yeah within just so not to cut you off, but there's <laughs> no. there she he, he she is telling her story, and we see her when she's a young girl, and then she becomes a movie star. We there's actually within the Chinese version, I think there's a moment. It's been a while since I've seen the whole thing, but there's a moment where. Bruce Lee's talking to her and tells a story about his childhood at one point
2: God damn it point. Michael I'm not watching it a third time I'm going no, 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 don't, yeah, don't. I mean, to Maybe never down the line
1: it's worth, it's worth seeing but yeah don't worry <laughs> about it now I'm just kidding I'm kidding I will look back
2: and see what I missed there now that I know where to look for the cubes but I was just like oh yeah anyway so I'm like oh we're back at the bar I, just, I didn't care a lot to be honest I kind of gotten the whole story but then this dude of course kicks everybody's ass he kicks the ass of the Nunchaku gang
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is kind of funny. Like the old school bartender, you think yeah. is just sort of yeah. He,
2: is he anybody?
1: Uh, you know, I can't remember who he is. Okay. He's, um, yeah, I can't remember. I bet but he is. He's probably somebody hooked up with Yun Wu Ping who brought him in to do the the sequence. But it's a it's a it's kind of an interesting moment because it's the idea of the the hard-working proletariat that comes along beats up these young thugs that are all like f- they're they're like the fanatics you know they're yeah. the bruce lee fanatics with the chakos on their oh, shirts we're gonna we're gonna kill bruce lee uh bruce lee's murder or you know beat up betty tingpe because she killed bruce lee and and there was it's a nice beat at the end because he's like you know don't, you know don't read everything you want in the papers if you want to respect Bruce Lee's, you know, don't fight or whatever it was, like there was a sort of message that he's giving to them at the end and, and yeah. uh, sort of like commenting on the fanatics at the time, you know? Totally.
0: Now you leave her alone. Do you hear? I'm telling you. She killed Bruce Lee. She didn't. We know that she killed him. No. He had an old brain disease. Why do you believe rumor? Why do you want to hurt? If you admired Bruce Lee, respect him. Don't slander him. Bruce Lee was a superstar, so respect his name.
2: Yeah, in fact, I, I, yeah, in yeah, my notes I just put respect the Lee. But um, exactly, like respect the Lee. He's the, wide sage, well, the wise sage and you know dude that came in and yeah, it was funny. It was he was the one reminding us all: don't be mad about Bruce.
1: Respect That's the right. Bruce. And then she walks off into the into the dawn, the more or the, into the, the morning light, yeah, <laughs> into the ether, and and uh, and it's kind of the the idea that the ending of it is her walking along those that high that highway way up on the top and all by herself as the cars are spinning around her and she's getting lost into the uh, lost into you know into the uh, Hong Kong skyline.
2: Have you been up there? There's that area they filmed it in. This I know it's also definitely in Black Dragon's Revenge. But it's that high area, um, it's like on a mountain in somewhere. Yeah, there's a couple. I don't know which
1: one is there. there once you get to Hong Kong, you'll notice there's like several of those places there. As like You look up and you're like surrounded by these high, like these giant mountains. It's really crazy there. It's, it's just such a, an interesting um, environment.
2: Yeah, I think but, uh, it must have yeah, been. I don't a, know exactly. Where it it it. Must have been a popular highway area, or maybe just something that they could actually get pretty sure. really cheap to film there. But yeah, Black Dragon and this one have the same area. They just walk in this one and flirt with each other. But it's where Black Dragon is kind of like the car stops and they're way up like on some ridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the same area. Or it felt the same. It's yeah. interesting
1: because you mentioned the Black Dragon's Revenge because the uh, this mo- this movie was released in uh, December of seventy five. Um, through Pacific Grove distributors, um, and it, you know it did really well. But what knocked it, kind of knocked it off of its uh, release, was uh, Black Dragon's Revenge. Mm. So um, the uh, w- which and also what was interesting is this came out at the same time in December of '75 as a film called The Chinese Mac with uh, My- <clears throat> Michael Chan. And what was interesting about this movie was <clears throat> it was released with a supplement on it which was the last days of bruce lee and it was like a 15 to 20 minute uh, piece that betty ting Pei does it's like a little document probably got released in hong kong on tv or something where she's sitting in her apartment and she shows her apartment she's just you know narrating it, talking about how she didn't same thing as this movie Talking about how she didn't kill Bruce Lee and that she loved him and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they tagged it at the end of the Chinese Mac, or I don't know if it was the beginning or the end. But they both the Chinese Mac and this film, Bruce Lee and I, came out at the same time in the, in the West.
2: Cool.
1: Yeah. yeah the, what what is the head. Mac supposed to be? The Chinese Mac. Yeah, what is M-A-C-K? the Mac? M a c k. I I think that was there was a I think there was a movie I don't know what the, I think the original title of it was just called Martial Arts maybe okay. I, have, I should probably look it up but but uh, I think at the time maybe they called it the Chinese Mac because it was uh, the Mac was a, a more of a, a, a Western slang for like thug or gangster okay you know? okay yeah. I like it
2: all right well yeah um, I would say I wouldn't I won't do Bruceisms um, I'll actually do the opposite of because. You know, they did the jumpsuit, sunglasses, the hair looked terrible on him. He does thumb his nose, kind of. He's more like – Yeah. He more like puts his finger on his nose for a minute. And then it's like I've never seen Bruce do it, so I'm just guessing it goes like this. <laughs> mm, I'm just touching my nose. Um, he doesn't do a lot of oh, – or anything else, so it's – Well, yeah, what they do is,
1: is – and, and which you can give a little credit to is he kind of reserves it for when he's on camera. Oh, he does his Bruceisms yeah. a little more in camera, but in real life when he's fighting, he's a little less. Which I think would have been the case. I'm sure when Bruce Lee ever got in fights, he wasn't. Every time you watch these movies with him, he's acting like he does in the movies. Which of course. I'm I'm sure that <laughs> that was not his n- normal mode of fighting. You know. No, just we goes, just learned it ourselves.
2: You. We think it's great to make cat sounds while we punch people yeah me, uh, i was punching my kid just the other day and i was making all the sounds and nice. he, didn't, he didn't know any better got that on tape <laughs>
1: i was punching my kid matthew knock yeah knock, he, knock. sorry he's sitting
2: somewhat near me so i just <laughs> to the i got a
1: grin out of it but that's it um
2: <laughs> all right so let's go back to news we were going to finish up uh what was happening with your other indiegogo so it was started with the fingers then it became something a little bigger but are we going to come back give me give us the go
1: well, we I, I I have one of the film prints that I own is uh, Bruce Lee's Secret, which is Bruce Lee's Deadly Kung Fu, which we did at one point.
2: That's what it was. Uh, I kept seeing figures, <clears throat> but it's Bruce Lee's Secret.
1: Yes, Bruce Lee's Secret. Yes, um, and I personally have never seen the film in its scope two three five image, you know, which is its full frame that you saw in yeah. the theaters. Because I never, saw, I did never, I never saw the film in the theater. So when I tracked this print down, I, I like you know. Picked it up immediately. I've never screened it, so I've never even seen it. I mean, I can kind of look at it and see the condition of it. So I'll probably have to clean it a little bit. But I was trying to um, raise some money to get a 2K scan done and then do it up with some supplements, etc., etc. We the there just wasn't enough interest. I mean, we raised a little bit of money. I mean, it was I was I mean I can't complain. It was like you know three grand or something like that. Which in the end I could I have some deals with some of the people I work with where I could probably just do a printing and get a Basic color grade done to it for the two k so it 's just a matter of if I want to go through it and try and get the same investors back on top of it to do it again or yeah. not, um, but you know the other option for me too is I, I just trying to get it released you know I'm just trying to get it made, so I may just keep pushing some of these distributors i 'm dealing with um, the 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 main um, vein of these of uh, Bruce Plotation films we've got coming out. Should all be coming out this year. I mean, we're, we're pretty much on track to do a big Bruce Plotation year this year. Um, and we just stumbled on a, a number of... A, we had originally 12 films that we were looking to release kind of um, together, or, you know, in the same space. And then we just stumbled on another five or six really, really good ones. So I'm, I'm thinking we may expand our, our release schedule. And, and we might... Just to keep everybody on on the, the the potential, we might do a big giant box set of all the films together. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like a really cool box set. We may, I mean, it's it's we're, we're, we'll see how this goes. But that to me, I think that would be ideal is to do something along the lines of like Arrow Films when they release all the, you know, they'll they'll get a certain director, etc., and Criterion and sometimes put out a yeah. big box. like they just recently did with the Godzilla films, like all the show of. Exactly. Films to, you know, I was going to say the films. same
2: thing, and of course, Zatoichi. The yeah,
1: reason Zatoichi, I right? Finally
2: have them all is thanks to you know a criteria. Yeah.
1: So we we may be doing something like that, and um, that'd be sweet. Yeah, which would be amazing because uh, there's some going to be some really 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 good ones, and so we stumbled on yeah a couple of really good films I didn't think we were going to find. So I'm I'm kind of fingers crossed, but um, yeah, that's going along great. So Bruce's fingers. We'll see if it get it's it's trying to find the licenses. That's also a pain because you can oh. find the films, and then you then it's like who's got the license. Some of them they don't have licenses to. Some of them you you can find they're just sort of public domain. And you can. Just I was going to say,
2: and, do they become public domain if nobody's claiming the license?
1: Well, they can if nobody owns them, and that's the problem with a lot of these films is that there's a few. There's well not just a few. There's a number of people that run around saying I own. Like you'll find two or three people that say I own Bruce's you know secret. Yeah. You know they don't really. They right, just they, they somebody bought it from another guy that said he owned it, who bought it from another guy that said he owned it, and nobody owned it. Right. You know, the, a lot of these companies, these these fly by night films, or uh, companies like Eternal Films or whatever that did Dynamo, it's, yeah. it's, it's the Man, of the Myth. Many of these companies, they once they went, they're gone. Their films were just sat in barges and in storage, and nobody had any light. And then somebody else came along and said, "Hey, I, I own this film. You want to sell it now that we've got home video coming out?" And right. And so it is a little tough to track, and sometimes you're paying money to guys that don't really own the film, but you almost do it anyways just to make sure you cover your butt, you know. So yeah.
2: Anyway, and get a good copy, and then just try to get it off of film. So we yeah. get
1: it right. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Get it out cause, <sighs> I mean, it's getting it out to the people. You know what I mean? There's exactly. I, am, I uh, you know, I'm, I'm not collecting these films just to sit around and hold them. I want to get them out and release. so Everybody gets to see them and have yeah. them. And,
2: yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, and we, you know, we've said it a bunch of times. If we would see better versions of these things, they'd be way more respected than they are. Um, nobody wants, you know, their hard work relegated to a, a really grainy, you know, four x three YouTube video. Yeah, <laughs> nobody yeah. ever intended them to go that way. I mean, some of them, I admit, they don't deserve to go past that level, but a lot of them do. This, yeah. this one would have uh, definitely benefited from a better release than what I watched so
1: yeah and I well which one the one we just saw yeah 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 well I think if you yeah like I said if you look up Celestial uh, films DVDs I'll um, check it you'll out you'll find it and yeah. uh yeah it's worth doing it's worth you can, you can find I think I don't know if it's on Amazon I think their region I don't know what their regions are they I think they have a region one release so yeah it All should right. be out there
2: all right well then i'll jump to phone number just a, uh, you know i probably have messages i'll look by next one so actually before i even jump you guys i'll just give it to you really quickly call us and leave us a message that we can put on the air or you s- leave us messages on screen mayhem uh, but we are four two four two five seven zero three four four so yeah give us a call and tell us what you think of this one and in, in, in particular what i was just going to ask michael what are we doing next which is going to come um, way sooner
1: which is going to come way sooner? Way well, sooner. yeah, it's way sooner. Why don't we? Um, I guess you know what we could try and do is maybe let's do Dragon Lee versus the Five Brothers. Since I brought it up earlier, right. why not? It's an easy one to find. Um, it's another one of those films I'm going to, tr- I'm trying to pull together for an actual, you know, scope release of. So let's let's uh, let's let's do that one. Cool.
2: Yeah. Uh, any other news you'd like to share? I mean, obviously, I think we covered just everything. like
1: I said, D- Dynamo will be coming out very soon. Um, Ian Lee and myself doing a commentary on it, and of course, Matthew here helping us with the technical aspects of putting that together and two a number two? of supplements. Two releases of Dynamo. We've got the, the the original thirty-five millimeter print and a sixteen millimeter scope print that we put as an extra feature so You get two versions of Dynamo, which is pretty cool. Oh, and sweet. we just, I just always want to say, man, people get out there and buy these Blu-rays that we're putting out because this is like a test run. You know, if I, if we do have you know two, three, four, five of these and they're not doing really well, the, the company's not gonna come. You know, they're gonna start calling me up, going, ah, "We're gonna stop doing these." So let's just, all I can say to people is pass it along, let people know, buy them, so we're uh, we can keep making them.
2: Yeah. And also throughout, um, I know a lot of you, um, you know, we try to post a lot to Twitter and Michael uses Instagram and, you know, some people just rely on what they hear here. Um, If you go look at, Grizzly Peak Films, I believe, is exactly what it is on Indiegogo. You'll see whatever campaign Michael happens to be working on. Because I believe, aren't you going to reboot one of them? Is it going to? be... Well, yeah, a I think so. Secret? We're going to keep them up. Yeah. We'll
1: just keep trying. You know, we're going to keep going out there and just doing it. We're going. I'm going to just use the crowdsourcing campaigns to. It's try a good and Some of these. Yeah. You yeah. You know what? I mean, it's just, I, so you're again, trying to get to everyone, right? Yeah. yeah I just want to get them out. Some of these films, nobody's doing. I mean, I've got, like I said, I've got 35-millimeter prints of you know the Deadly Silver Ninja, which is a great Dragon Lee film. You know that that I haven't been able to get somebody to pick up and release yet so I may try it myself on there you know a couple other films too so we'll we'll be we'll be popping them on there yeah for yeah, sure I just really, keep their eyes peeled or look on the uh, Bruce Ploitation Bible Instagram page and um, you know you'll find or yeah. the, the Facebook page too
2: yes and Screen Mayhem Take Screen Mayhem we'll put yes. it right on there as well Aww. yeah we gotta make sure we're touching this from every level but yeah help us out um, yeah I think that's all
1: all right, man. Everything, how about you? Everything going to be okay? You guys, everything's
2: good? I'm rocking. Um, the mm-hmm. most exciting thing movie-wise, I saw The Shining 35mm original print wow. just about a week ago at Hollywood. At Hollywood? Yeah, it was so good. It was so amazing to see it like I'd never seen it
1: before. Some I think of those they just weeks, did a Godzilla film there this week, didn't they? It's coming, the,
2: it's coming on Tuesday. We're
1: doing Godzilla oh, Tuesday versus Tuesday. King Kong. Oh, guy, I want to go out and see that one. I know, street. I'm so excited. I've seen that as a kid. <laughs> That's great.
2: Yeah, so uh, Dragon Lee and the Five Brothers, guys. Uh, give it a watch if you already haven't, so you can keep up with us on the next one. And Michael, thank Yeah, you. if you've seen it,
1: call us up and say something. Tell us something about it so we can put it on the show. Yes. Until next time. Until next time, brother.